days Let your problems dissipate I'm chill out Let those worries leave your mind A bit chill out Just unwind and have a good time Alright what up, what up, what up, what up, what up? It's your boy T. Hey, it's your man B. And you on the ride up. Hey. We're here today, I'm saying, special guest, good friend <clears throat> of mine, I've known him for over 10 years. I mean, I've watched him go from, you know, the 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 the, the quiet, temperamental, big Nigerian <laughs> with the with the with the Coke bottle glasses to 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 being like my most successful, guy. successful friends. Out here making big moves. He's he's a he's a, a a movie maker. He's doing his thing. He's had Let's Go the series. You can look up on YouTube right now. My friend Felix, what's up, big dog? What up? What up? What up, man? That's a, a very crazy intro, man. Appreciate it, man. <laughs> hey, <laughs> crazy, man. So Felix, man, I'm I'm glad we finally got the uh, got the link up. And it's weird because normally it's the other way around, <laughs> and you interviewing me, and I'm I'm on the spot to have to say some some outlandish stuff to hopefully make one of your documentaries. Oh, and I appreciate you for uh, you know I always appreciate you for giving me that that opportunity to you know just voice my opinion and 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 see how much people agree with me or disagree with me, and it's and it, it, it's been a fun. A fun process. So now, being the person interviewing, I would love to finally hear your perspective on certain things. I want the I want our audience to know just who you are. So the first thing I want the first thing I want to know about you, Felix, is what sparked your love for being behind the camera. Um. At first, uh, it all started when I was young. Um, so I'm still young now, but um, I remember uh, my first year in college where, um, you know, as a Nigerian, you know, most Nigerian parents want you to be in, you know, uh, either a nurse or doctor on that kind of stuff. So I was pursuing it. I was actually working in a nursing home in Rockville. And usually uh, I usually hang around with, you know, my cousin, JR, Ike and Marcus. And for some reason, whenever we go out, whether it's at the club or, or in the city, I always have like some camera with me just to record some, you know, silly shit that we'd be doing as young folks. And let's say years, maybe two or three years progress is to the point where I found out that nursing is not something for me. You know what I'm saying? Even though when I was young, I had passion for it. I found out that it was not for me waking up five o'clock in the morning you know what I'm saying, dealing with elderly patients and you, you know, you got to be very, very, very kind and, and gracious. And I noticed that every time when I'm off work, I usually at the crib watching movies and like, I would just have DVDs for days. So it's to the point where I'm like, yo, man, like this, 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 this film is dope. Like what state of mind this filmmaker or this director or cinematographer was to 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 portray this this scene and it caught my eye to the point where you know what i really want to be making films i want to be a filmmaker so you know it took you know took time because i had to you know do some research and educate myself you know what i'm saying and then you know i started you know linking up with people 
to do like 40 hour film festivals. And mm-hmm. then um, I started doing, you know, you know, little documentary series, um, interviewing people um, about love or about, you know, the restaurant industry, which UT you was able to, you know, to um, grace your presence and share your, your thoughts on that. And then to the point where I'm like, you know what, this is something I really want to do. I want to tell a story. I want people to see, you know, what's going on. I want to go to different countries and promote my film to make people cry, laugh, entertain. That's something I really love to do. That's something I will wake up early in the morning just to fix a scene or to work on a project and stay late, you know what I'm saying, just to finish and making sure everything is straight. That's something that I would love to do 24-7. So, yeah. So, one of the things, one of the early uh, things I remember you doing was when you interviewed us uh, as Breezing Duckets, and you were, yeah. you were working with uh, what's the name of the uh, the web series that you were working in? Working with it was with Jab Jude. I forgot what it was, but it was like you know um, reaching out to all the you know the best local um, um, DMV artists. And uh, shout out to Jab Judah though. And I was like, yo, I got to interview Ty T because you know I was working with y'all and Jasper during the time, and I remember that y'all was just like you know pushing your music, submitting your CDs. I was like, yo, they're really dope. Let's let me figure out if there's any way I can interview both of you, which I was able to, and the rest was history, man. Twice. You had to interview yes, us twice. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> so, yes, sir. Did, like, you was going to school for nursing, but did you ever, like, try to go, did you ever have any formal formal education, or, or you just was learning on your feet? As far as I was just, I was just learning, I was learning by my feet, really. Um, like I said, I, I was, you know, doing a lot of YouTube, and of course, when I was buying movies, I always get, like, the direct cut. So, the direct cut, it shows the, like, exclusive behind the scenes. You have, you know, interviews with the, um, the you know, the directors or the actors or the cinematographers, and they tell you, they break down on each scene, you know what I'm saying? So, it was the point where that was my school for me because, I mean, of course, I wish I had the money to go to, you know, a good film school. But to be honest with you, most people go to film school just to use the equipment. You know what I'm saying? Filming is pretty much portraying, you know, a story through your eyes. You know what I'm saying? You really don't need to go to school, but it's cool. But like, for instance, I'll give you an example. Um, It has nothing to do with filming though, but, um, Soldier Boy, tell him, you know what I'm saying? Soldier Boy, he just made a beat, you know, on Pro Tools. He wasn't a producer. He didn't know anything. He made a hit, you know what I'm saying? And the rest was history, you know what I'm saying? Once he was able to establish himself to to be in a position where he's financially stable, then he's like, you know what? Let me go back to the basics. Let's see, you know, what what do I need to do per, to perfect myself as a producer? You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So that's where I'm at right now. <clears throat> Just for the record, you had to interview us twice because you didn't like my uh, you didn't like my my first. Someone interview. someone someone was hating on 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 a, a really uh, talented brother, you know, my Nigerian brother, you know, what I'm saying, and and uh, there was you know, no t- hate. It was there hate, was no bro. Hate. It was hate. There was Straight no out. hate. It was hate, bro. Even your even boy Ty, even boy Ty agree with me, yo. Like you didn't give no dues, no credit whatsoever, man. I that is that's, that's not that okay. That's not entirely true. I just I was not 
I don't consider it hate. I was just uninformed as to all the things he had going on. So you said, listen, so the question was about uh, local artists and Wale. And me and Ty had a dispute over what video or, or that he had out. And I didn't know that he had multiple videos because I Yeah, he did. That's not hate. I didn't say, oh, oh he's crazy. I didn't. I, <laughs> listen. See, you see, the question was at that time, <laughs> I don't know if it was before or after Nike boots. Wale was popping. He was popping. He was popping. He was popping local. And T was like, what? Who? I didn't debate. I didn't have who? Because that's what he said. He was like, who? Who? I was like, come on, bro. It was to the point where I was like, I was about to cut the video. I was like, yo, this dude's being totally disrespectful. He was like, the, um, I forgot his name. That would be saying some crazy shit. Um, mm-hmm. It might be, it might be skip. It's, it might be skip to the point where Stephen A is like, "Yo, you being so disrespectful." Like, so, so Brian, I'm pretty sure you've never heard this first interview because nah. it got scrapped. Felix made it. Yo, yo, Brian, 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 don't listen to T. He's <laughs> trying to he's trying to clarify himself as he's not the bad guy, but he's totally the bad guy. You, you know what? You lucky that I can't find the cords for my my camcorders because I still have. <laughs> Lost <laughs> but because it because we're in quarantine right now, because you know some of the stuff are locked down, you can't even go in the stores. But I mark my words, once I find that footage, I'm putting T on blast. Put, listen, <laughs> please, I need you to uh exhibit A to exonerate me because I didn't I wasn't hating. And then once once they you wasn't okay, 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 okay. If you wasn't hating, you wasn't giving them credit though. That's not the same as not. That's not the same as hating, though. See, that's the problem. That's the problem. I, I, no, no, no. See, other than than Wale, <laughs> you couldn't name me any MCs from the DMV at that time was popping. Not one. We said Tabby. Okay, you said you did. You did. You said you did say Tabby. No, I think Ty said Tabby. Put in the pocket. I don't think but it was what, you. But what I don't I, think it was so, you though. So here's the thing. What I said was once they told me he had other videos. I said, oh, okay, that's what's up. <laughs> see, 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 you know what? You understand, like, I when I when I first met T, you know what I'm saying, his sense of humor is kind of, like, kind of different, you know what I'm saying? So I don't know if he's being for real or he's being serious, you know what I'm saying? Because it's very hard to, you know, study this guy. Now, when he said, yo, he's giving Wally his props, it didn't look like he was giving his props. <laughs> so I know for a fact that he was he wasn't, bullshit. He, wasn't giving his props. he was just bullshit that's, with me. That's not- yeah, that's not. That's not. <laughs> he, he's trying to be funny right now. He, right. He's trying to be funny right now. He wasn't giving Wallet props, right? He wasn't. He, 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 first of all, he would never give him his props. So that's one thing. Secondly, Sam, don't don't look incredulous in the in, in your camera phone. Yeah, he's he's trying to do that. He's trying to do that. He's not fooling me, man. That's not. He's not that's fooling not, me. You, see, that's what you do. You you did something. I know you, you know you was dissing Wale. I know it. I already know in my heart. I didn't but diss you. I, I, you know what? Not dissing you know him. What? You're not dissing him. You just, you like, you like 50 Cent. You roundabout tell the truth, but in a disparaging manner. And you know what? You don't know what the funny part was? Like, it was either him or Jim Jones. I would like deliberately do something just to piss him off so he could say something crazy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I remember when Bali came out and he hated that record. He hated that record. So I was like, <laughs> Uh, we fly high, and then I, I put like you know the pose up right, and then T was like, Ooh. I was like, damn, bro, it's trash. Wow, Hove killed that. No, Hove killed it's, ball. Hove killed that balling record. 
I'm not going to win with this guy, man. I'm not so, gonna, right, I just came to a conclusion. He'll talk to you in his purpose. So me and Felix have a, 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 a back and forth. Me and Felix have been on the back and forth of plenty of conversations. Uh, bef- from from actual like movies to music to sports to to me and him playing one on one. Oh man, here we go again. Here we go me, again. Me All right, see, no, 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 Let's clarify this, all right? So let's, let's like, because we're, we're on air, right? I don't need I'll a lot. Bust your ass. He did not bust my ass. He won, but he did not bust my ass. I'll bust so your ass. No, 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 no. Can, can I, can I, am I left on my loaded Lux, uh, you know, tone? Can I have the floor? Can I get the you floor? Got you got it, King. All right. So this is what, uh, this is how it all started. Well, I was working at Jasper's, we usually talk about sports. Mm-hmm. And I know him and somebody else was clowning on me. They were like, Felix, you can ball. And I felt some type of way. I felt disrespected. He's like, nigga, you can't ball. You know what I'm saying? Yo, I, when I was in high school, maybe in college, you know what I'm saying? I was in shape. I fell off. Not like blown out of compulsion, like fell off, but I fell off. But I still can play. So I was like, you know what? I'm tired of y'all niggas clowning me. You know what I'm saying? Let's, let's hoop. You know what I'm saying? So... We was at the run and shoot. Up in, we were at run and shoot. We were in run and shoot. You know what I'm saying? And we finally played one on one. See? Go ahead. So I was whooping his ass. You know what I'm saying? Until he fouled the fuck out of me. Oh, my broke, God. He broke my glasses to the oh point where I couldn't see. Oh, my God. <laughs> then he was complaining. Oh. He was complaining because every time when I took the ball and he passed it back, I'll just, I'll just shoot. I'll shoot the ball and I'll be making the shot. Then he's making some rules saying you're not supposed to do that. I'm like, you can't tell somebody, you know, you can't, you know what I'm saying? As soon as I take the ball, you pass the ball, I gotta wait for you to, to get your defensive ready. Nah, man. I'm I'm gonna shoot. If you give me that much space, I'm a, I'm gonna shoot, which I did. So <laughs> when he fouled me and knocked my glasses off, which was broken at the time, you say now he he knows telling the truth. He was able to come back. And he ended up winning. He won by one point, though. You know what I'm saying? But he didn't bust my ass like he's portraying right now, live on. Right. You know what I'm saying on the show right you, now. He's he not done? doing that. He I'm done? finished. Go ahead, man. All Go right. Ahead. So he goes to he goes the real dope. We went. Nah, hold up. I gave you the I gave you the floor, Felix. We went to run and shoot. When we went to when we went to run and shoot, we weren't even supposed to play one on one. We was running five. I was actually on the court running fives. Felix played like one. He may play play like one. So Felix was bullshit. Bullshit. I was playing more games, bro, and oh, I was winning. Wait a minute. I'm sorry. I thought I had this. I thought I had this. Go 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 go, 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 I'm running, running. I don't know what he's doing, but I'm running, running. So then after hold up. So then after all this happens, Felix. Now I guess he done had this picked up. This animosity towards your boy, he's like, right. yeah. So, so what's up? I'm like, you seriously want this wreck? He's like, yeah. Which what? So clearly, I'm from the hood. Felix, not from the hood. Now, I'm, listen, <laughs> anymore. A wait a minute. Anymore. Wait a minute. That doesn't. That doesn't. That's not a testament to your character. It's a testament to 
the style of play and the rules. So when you play a one-on-one, you check up from the three-point line, right? Right. Or you, right. So right. we was checking up from the key. So I had to respect the key. We checking mm-hmm. up. I can't come past the key. Mm-hmm. He was just checking up from the three-point line. So by the time he gets the ball, he told me I wasn't playing defense. I it was a he had a three-foot space. In order so the, so at first, number one, we don't play twos in one-on-one. We was playing, I'm used to playing straight ones, right? So I hold up, hold up, let me get this. So I had to adjust. Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna let you finish. I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna let you finish. I'm gonna let you finish though. But you said you say oh. you from the hood. You Let, say you from the hood and you only play by ones. Come on, bro. Hold up. Any hold any up. hood plays twos and ones, bro. You, you, come on. Come on. In one on one, you play ones unless it's determined ahead of time. So we playing and he knocking down the he, he knocked down some, some threes. I'm like, oh, we playing by twos. So automatically he ahead of me by you know, saying by three, four points, because he playing twos. I'm like, all right, all right cool. I'm gonna take you in the deep water, so I'm not really worried about it, right? So so I'm going to get some playing for twos, or hitting twos, and he getting that cushion of the three-point line from the key. So I'm like, all right, I'm just going to change up how I, you know what I'm saying, check the ball. Nah, you got to take it from the key every time. Now you got to earn these buckets. So all that three-pointers wide open shit went out the window. He was getting buckets when he was wide open. Now, who the fuck plays basketball with glasses on? <laughs> that's how I know you're not from the hood. This, this guy. Hey, this that's guy. you ain't from the hood. You ain't used to some bumping and grinding. You a big yeah. man. So if I put a little body on you and your glasses yeah. fell off, <laughs> your glasses fell off, bruh. You hit my glasses. My glasses didn't fell off. You hit my glasses. Call flagrant foul. <laughs> you, listen, I would listen because you might get to tell you what you said. So, so you said so T1, T1, T, T. How many points? How many, how many, how many points did you win though? You won by one point. You didn't dominate. That's another rule. When do you win by one? I won by two. And and but I probably I probably hit like two, three. So the majority of my buckets, I racked you. You got racked. I was racking you. I was you know you know lying on a wednesday you know it's a sin right you know that right <laughs> you know that right you lucky at that time i didn't have no there was no technology to the point where we record these games you know what i'm saying but like i said man you won by one point if my if my glass if my vision was you know was if i had my vision it would have been a different story. If you don't believe me, ask John B. Because so, the, 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 ask John B. Because the next person, the next person, the next I person I played, the next person I played in your hood, in your court, against John B. He only scored one point. I demolished him. John B. Would do with dreads. John wasn't from my hood, though. We came to your hood for a basketball tournament. Am I right? You, listen. Am I right? <laughs> Listen, Am I Johnny, right? Johnny from my hood. <laughs> Am I right? You hosted a you you hosted. You did beat John. I think you did beat John. You said you only scored one. You only scored one. It was fifteen one. It was embarrassing. You, you, no, you you probably did the same thing. You probably watched him run like three or four games or five, and then play them at the end. Of <laughs> you got the real ball to burn him out. Hey, the real the real story is you see, you see, you see, you see, you see the I'm getting? Y'all, y'all was trying to y'all was trying to dis- I mean, discredit him 
and his skills, and he proved that he had he can run. So let me, let me, let me clear that up. You said you bust his ass. So I don't let know. Me, I think feel, I, I, I got feelings so, on that one. So, and if you know me, you know what, what's my biggest part of my game? Trash talking. Psychological. So me talking trash to you ahead of the game was giving me the psychological edge because you wasn't, you was just, I'm going to do this. Bruh, I knew how to get you out your game. And what happened? You was out of your game halfway through the game. You was playing angry as hell. <laughs> so you overplayed on defense. I was, I was, I was doing what I was supposed to do, and I was cool as a cucumber the entire game. All right, last we're on on the basketball game that we don't have any evidence that actually happened. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we need that. We need that rematch. My man, my man's losing his weight. You know, I'm, I'm with it. I'm with it. I'm with it. So I need I need that on I need that on uh IG live or something, bro. I'm so, with it, man. We're gonna, you know, we're gonna put that on, on the write up. What I initially plan what I plan on doing this year with with uh the podcast was actually using a podcast to actually uh to more so promote my annual basketball tournament. So that would have been it. you was in one of my uh, basketball tournaments, weren't you? You was in like yeah. I think the second one. No, yeah, I was on the second one. We was, you was uh, in the second one. My t- my team. My team was like, I think we're tied number one until it started raining, and we had to cancel that joint. Brian, you, Brian, you was in. I wasn't. I wasn't was the same. Third, I was in the third one, and third, I was, I was okay. terrible. I was. I, I couldn't play no. I couldn't play no more. So I. I, I was. I retired. I'm I, done. I was <laughs> the first time I played Brian. I was. I remember the last first time. I, we, was, we was. I was out of breath, but I was done for after like we ran like two full courts, and then um. Oh no, 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 no. The first first time. Yeah, yeah. I was I was done for. I listen, I wasn't around I was just I was about to do my man all the way dirty. Yeah, I was I was I was out of breath. It was five or six. It literally was two to one. I I beat my I hit my man with a hezzy to go left. And the layup was so easy, I looked back. My man was on the ground. I'm like, yo, what the hell? Damn. My man, my man couldn't. He couldn't make it. All right, we go around this it, was, it was like a hundred degrees out there. I can't. I can't be responsible for my man death on the basketball court. <laughs> can't do it. We it got hundred degrees out there. We got, we got, there. Crazy. We got some crazy. stuff ahead of us. I can't do that. All right, let's get back. Let's get back to filmmaking, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what was the first um, real thing? Not real thing. What was the first thing that made you feel like I'm getting a hold of this? This is. This is mine's. Um, to be honest with you, I think when I um, started doing the 40 Hour Film Festival, um, because I felt like it was it was a whole new experience and something that I cherish, you know, during that weekend, you know, to the point where I'm like, this is dope. Meeting a lot of people, we're trying to, you know, make a film in 48 hours, submitted, you know what I'm saying? So, and the, 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 the fucked up part was when it's over, it's over, you know what I'm saying? Like, damn, when is the next time we're gonna, you know, do this, you know what I'm saying? Usually 40 hour film festival happens once or twice every year, you know? Mm-hmm. So it was to the point where like, I was like the only person in that circle that wanted to continue to roll, you know? And I was like, you know what? I think it's better that I can just do this on my own because 
I had the fuel in, in the fire. I don't want to, you know, drag people away. You know what I'm saying? So I knew what I needed to do. You know what I'm saying? I just got to um, start, you know, um, um, reaching out to people, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, hopefully they, they see the vision that I'm, you know, I'm trying to, put, you know, put out there. That's what's up. Like, do you, you, you most, like, I've, all the work I've seen you do is interview stuff. And, but I haven't. I, I know you. You. You're, you. You've branched out into other, some other things. Like, how do you? How did you put together? Um, your. How do you put the? What's the? What's the difference between putting together documentaries versus putting together like you know? What I mean, a film or or or, or, or web series. Yeah, film. Um, it's pretty much the same thing, to be honest with you. But you know, um, in, uh, documentary is like more of an interview. You know what I'm saying? You interview a lot of people. Like The Last Dance, it's, it's, like, it's pretty much a film, but because you're interviewing a lot of people like MJ, Scottie Pippen, and then you're showing back the history, you know what I'm saying? That makes it like a documentary. Mm-hmm. Uh, a film and web series is like a story. You, you, know, you, you, know, you, you have a story to tell and you, you have you know, the people as actors to portray those characters to bring that film t- or web series to life. You know, so, um, yeah. So, when now, where do you get your uh, scripts from? Are you producing? Are you uh, uh, so? So pretty much, um, it's it's crazy. So, um, so when I decided to, you know, do my own thing, and um, I started <laughs> doing uh, Let Go, the web series. Um, the first person I reached out. Was I drove all the way to to my homegirl's house in um, my homegirl in Southeast. Um, she's my partner now, and I was like, you know, this is what I got right now. I had the idea for Let Go, and I pitched it to her, and I was like, yo, I want you to be a part of this. I want you to, you know, come with me with this journey. And then, you know, with her, I was able to, you know, reach out to other people. You know, we all linked up together. You know what I'm saying? So. Um, to answer that question, um, it's a process pretty much, you know what I'm saying? Like the pre-production is the process. And, and what I did was I had a concept I created in my head, like this is the story I wanted to tell. And I try to find some good writers that they're very good with creative, you know, with creativity and, um, strong dialogue, because that's what it takes to make a good project. You have to have good writing. Um, yeah. And um, once I, you know, met, you know, uh, uh, the writer, the rest was history. You know what I'm saying? So, what what yeah. is the biggest obstacle is being, you know, being at at the point you you were at with Let's Go? Um, as far as oh making, see, I learned a lot of I've learned a lot of mistakes that I've made. You know what I'm saying? And um, and it's just like you know, you have to swallow yourself. And like me, it's like I'm. I'm very. I can get very pause. Super pause. Super pause. Super pause. Super pause. Super pause. What I meant to say. What I meant to say. You gotta swallow your pride. Um. Um. And try to keep that poker face because, um. There was a lot of mistakes that I made, and you know, and it's like you're dealing with people, people you don't know. You know what I'm saying? And you have to find that balance to make them happy and also make yourself happy. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you're not, 
there's no iron team. You know what I'm saying? You need these people to make it work. You know what I'm saying? And that's one of the biggest things, you know, from let go, like the, you know, the biggest obstacles that's like, I had to swallow my pride and, you know what I'm saying? Just for the sake of the film, I got to do right. Not only with the, the crew, but with the staff as well. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because so, if anything happens, that's it. So what, what I want you to talk about is just the overall experience and because you said you had to get a script, you had to get a, you had to get writers, right? But what was it like finding, you know, the writers, the, the cameraman, the, everybody involved and get them to buy in? Like, what did what was your pitch to everybody that you were responsible for bringing in to get them to be involved with a project that's, you know, just blood, sweat, and tears, pro bono. We're not getting paid for this. It's just dreadfully loved and a project that can go in our portfolio for our next ventures. Like, what was your what was your pitch? To be to honest with you, to be honest with you, like even with this new project that I'm working on right now, any actor or actress or or cinematographer or anybody in the film industry, once they see something, the script and they love it, and they see how far this can go, you already sold them. You know what I'm saying? Now, for me, I don't do anything for fame. I don't do anything for money. You know what I'm saying? Even though I know for a fact that one day it's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? What I preach to, you know, the people that are helping me, like, yo, you build on that foundation. You build on the portfolio. In order to get to where you need to be, in order to be you know, the Spike Lees or the, the Tyler Perry's or the Kevin Hart's, you know what I'm saying, or the Clint Eastwood's, you got to lay a foundation. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You, you got to have a portfolio. And this project can be this portfolio. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So, because you said a lot of these people you, you, you may have not have known, looking back and looking at some of the people who you've worked with, it seems like you guys meshed so well while you were making these projects that it seemed like these are some of like your closest friends because I, 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 it's like you guys went to, to you know what I'm saying, a labor of love together. And it's like, yo, you have this, you, this like cemented forever. Like this is what we did together. And that, when I see that, man, it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing. Like I see like uh, some of your, uh, your, your cast, but you're using them more than, more than once through your films now. Yeah. Um, so this new project right now is called Open Secrets. Uh, we're in pre-production right now because, you know, the whole COVID and whatnot. But I believe two of the people that you might know from Let Go are in this project. Um, one of my boys, Tennyson Harris, and I know yeah. him for, I know him since I was like a young buck, you know what I'm saying? And his fire and passion for film, you know what I'm saying? You know, it's something that, you know, it's something that I want to surround myself with, you know what I'm saying? And we push each other, you know what I'm saying? So... Cause I know how a lot of these uh, big studios, when they get a script, they automatically have somebody in mind. Like when you did, when you started mm-hmm. Let's Go, did, was he like who you had in mind for his role? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, at first, cause um, this is how um, I pitched out to him because um, we always go out and club, and not club, but we usually go out, you know, the nightlife, and, you know, party and all that kind of stuff. So I remember we was driving, he was driving, and I pissed that idea. I was like, yo, bro, we need to start making, you know, 
projects together, bro. Like, I'm very passionate about film. You're very passionate about being an actor. So I'm going to find a project that I'm going to evolve only on you. And let's see, you know what I'm saying, where it goes. And he was like, yo, man, if you, you know, if you have the script ready, let's let's do it. So. Okay. I, had, I, I got a question about talent still while we're, while we're here. Does it... I, recently, I went down a rabbit hole about of Black YouTube and like the filmmakers, and I guess from all about like basically in LA and whatever, whatever they got, they all work together and they're in groups. How is it on this side in DC locally, as far as the talent and and, and trying to work together? Is, is, is like that? All right, <clears throat> I'm gonna be frank with you. All right, so a lot of people are moving to California because there's a lot of collaboration, but it's a lot of competition. Right. But with a lot of competition, there's a lot of exposure. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because the filmmaking, other than North Carolina, Atlanta, LA is pretty much the heart of filming. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So in DC, it's it's very hard to, to collaborate with people that don't see the purpose because some people like, you know, that I won't say that they're not in for the film, but like the reason for it is not there. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I told you before, mm -hmm. I'm not in it for fame and all that thing, but there's some people that are just doing it just to be famous. They try to be, you know what I'm saying? They're not doing, they're not doing, you know, for the love or, you know, for the craft of act, of, of, of film, you know? So mm -hmm. it's very hard to find people like that. So when I do, I try to hold on to them dearly. You know what I'm saying? It's very hard. It's very hard. It's very hard. But what I could do is, you know what I'm saying, I'm very open-minded to working with, you know, different directors, different um, producers, you know what I'm saying, for a project. Like this one alone, um, Let Go, I was pretty much doing everything. I was the filmmaker, I was the, the cinematographer. Even though I had some help with cinematographer, I was the editor, I was the, the audio uh, editor, I was the producer, you know what I'm saying? But this, I felt like if I, I wasn't able to find somebody who genuinely loved filming, you know what I'm saying? And it can be a burden. Um, but now, you know what I'm saying? I'm reaching out to a lot of people to the point where a director is not really supposed to be the person with the camera. He's supposed to be back right, coaching right, right. and then observing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That's a, that, that's a, that's the DP, that's the cinematographer's job. He's right. supposed to be with the camera. So um, now with this project, you know what I'm saying, I'm able to like step the back and, you know, let everybody do their own jobs and whatnot. So, I mean, DC is very, it's very hard in DC. I don't know why. Even in music, it's hard to collaborate. You know what I'm saying? It's hard to collaborate with, you know, people. You know what I'm saying? It's hard to work with producers because, you know, once you know that you're talented, you know what I'm saying? And you're doing it for the love and you're trying to build your portfolio. The next person is not trying to build a portfolio. The next person is trying to build for a check. And that's something that you don't have. You don't got money like that to, you know what I'm saying, to, to give out just to collab. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So, so the first, uh, okay. The DC local talent, do you feel like um... 
is it is it twofold? Is it not a lot of talent, or is it just, or is it just that the the, the mindset is is not is not there as far as it can far- it can be both. It can be both, like because like there's so many times where like a person claimed they love filming, but okay, all right, well we need you to play this role. Oh, I'm sorry, uh, I got some plans to do. I can't I can't make it. You know what I'm saying? It's like there's a lot of you know a lot of people that flake. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people that, you know, they claim to be loving for film, but, you know, their actions don't show. You know what I'm saying? So um, even with Let Go, um, there's a lot of people that turn down auditions and they're the people that say, yo, uh, please give me the opportunity and, you know, to play this and I won't let you down. And, you know, once I give them the ball, they they don't run with it. They just... Was it that they struggled with the roles or that they just weren't they not the, the role. I don't, to me, it's like they won't. They, I, I don't know what it is, but to me, it's like all I ask is honesty. You know what I'm saying? Like if you can't do it, or you can't do it, let me know. I'm not a, you know, I'm not a, a psychic. I can't read minds. You know what I'm saying? Be direct. Let me know what's going on. If you don't feel comfortable doing this, cool. Let me know. We'll try to see if we can make things adjustments. You know. So, to me, it's like it's hard to find people that are, you know, really about their craft that dedicate night and day on their craft. You know, there's a lot of people that come in on set that don't even know their lines. They change things up, you know what I'm saying? That's the cons of, you know, working with people in, you know, in, these, in the DMV area, you know? Um, I mean, to me, it's like this, man. I'm only here to work with people that really are serious about their shit, you know what I'm saying? Right. And to me, it's like this. Opportunity like this don't come like, you know, once, you know, like, once you have an opportunity to make something happen, take advantage of that. You know what I'm saying? The, the Hollywood is not going to come for you. You got to come to them. You got to, yeah. you got to have a portfolio like, yo, this is something that I want to do. I breathe, I, I, I eat, I sleep, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is something I'm, I'm serious about this day in, day and night. And if you're not serious about it, please get out my way, man. Get out, just get out the way, bro. So I don't want time this. to babysit. When, when you finally got to do your uh, that first part and you did a premiere for it, oh what was God. that? What I was, was nervous. That? I, was a, I was nervous as fuck. I, was like, I want to say thanks again for letting me be a part of that that night. No, to be Man. honest, with you no. Be honest with you, dude. I appreciate you even coming through, like to, to show support, bro. Like I said, out of the. Urban rock stars, I think it was you and my boy Ike that came through. A lot of people stayed, they donated, but they couldn't, you know, show up. It's all good. But I was nervous as fuck. I believe I was drunk. Um, <laughs> I was taking so many shots because I was so I was so nervous. I was like, yo, this is my first time doing this at the AFI Theater. Not everybody can do it at the AFI Theater in Silver Spring. That's a legendary, <laughs> you know, theater. And when I saw people coming in, I was like, oh, my God, man. I started, like having doubts like yo man what did I get myself into are they gonna like this project or you know what I'm saying you know I had to take like quadruple shots of Jameson just to calm down a little bit and you know um it was a fun I had a wonderful time bro I had a wonderful time it was a wonderful experience once I sat on my seat and once I heard the ooh the ah some even laughs I was like you know what I got their attention Felix calm the fuck down relax it, you know it, it seemed like the entire 
team had those type of jitters, but you also got you had each other. And like the Q and A at the end, when you got to talk about the experience, I thought that was really dope, and it was really telling just to hear how you know this is about dedication. You know, this is about this isn't oh I woke up I got a a, a camera because I just happen to have a camera because I'm spoiled and we don't want to have regular jobs, so we're just going to make a movie. And then this, no, you guys like really care about what you did, you know. And the one thing I would, I, I took from this is like, nobody would ever watch this movie or web series in its entirety and say, this is his first time doing something like this. Like you saying that you made, you had mistakes and you learned mm-hmm. from every, I'm sure every director, producer, actors make they all make mistakes but you i couldn't tell that it was your first time so i you know the way the only way i'll know that this was your first time is 10 20 years down the road seeing your your projects then and saying damn look how far he's come like like it'll it'll only be exposed as your first time from you telling them and them seeing your journey at the end of it because i thought you did a it was a great job the act the acting was good you had, I mean, because you had some, you had some good actors. I think, I think uh, Tennyson was was a great lead, great, yeah, choice, yeah, yeah, great man. choice. Uh, I like the way you used Constantine. Like he, like, like following him on, him on, him and him and uh, Jay. I you like the way you used. Yeah. I like the way you used him <clears throat> because I, I feel like the character, because you know, a lot of times with with startups, people just uh, sort of like typecast in a way like and and like who he is versus the person that they were portraying were completely you know what I'm saying off I mean opposite so it, it the, the dynamic was great so I, I, I definitely gave you guys uh kudos on 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 role selections and all of those things appreciate it man appreciate it man where, where now, can we see that? Oh, wait, wait. Before, before, you, before you get into this thing, shout out where you can see that and how, how, you, how they can support that. So, I mean, of course, the first three episodes is on YouTube under Kalega Productions. But right now, I have a website. Um, you can go to www.kalegaproductions.com and you can go under uh, web series and you will see um, Let Go. You see the first three, but there's... At first, it was supposed to be seven episodes, but I trimmed the fat, so it's going to be five. The final two episodes will be released, hopefully in July, at the same time, so people can see the conclusion. And then I'm, right now, um, during quarantine, I'm trying to plan on working on a short film um, for uh, Let Go um, short, and hopefully um, I'll pitch it out to, you know what I'm saying, uh, or distribute it to people who are involved so I can make it a season two. Mm. But, um, but yeah, man, KalegaProductions.com is where it's at, man. That's what's up. So I've known you for a while, and, you know, you know, I, I got love for my, my Nigerian brothers, right? But yeah, man. I'm, not the, I'm not the most hip. What does Kalegaar mean? What, why is it so important that that be part of your – your title, so people when people look you up, when people find out who you are, they see Kellegard. All right, so um, um, of course, you know I'm I'm Nigerian and I'm Igbo. So um, people who are very very close to me, they know my full government name. So um, 
my full government name is uh, Felix uh, Kalechi Ibojano Jr. So it's Felix Kalechi Ibojano Jr. Um, Kalechi is, you know, is a Christian Ibo name called Praise the Lord. So um, what happened was, I believe I was in middle school, and um, it was the first time um, I went back to Nigeria, back to my to my parents' um, land, and I was nervous. So when I when I finally arrived in Nigeria, um, everybody in my family they didn't even call me Kalechi; they called me Kale God. So I just ran with it, you know what I'm saying? So, um, so that pretty much what it meant. So anybody that you know that is a Nigerian whether it's a guy or female that's named Kalechi, once you call them Kalega, you already know, they already hit, they know what, you know, what that means, so. Yeah, I think I got a little bit of, a little bit of African in me too. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like uh, the bottom half of me though. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, man. Oh my God. <laughs> so, so uh, I want one thing I got to check out the other day. You uh, you sent the link. You just uh, uploaded it uh, to your uh, yes, sir, your, yes, sir, yes, your, sir. Your social, your social uh, documentaries behind social media. Yeah, quarantine. It was supposed to be um, behind social media volume three, but because you know this whole COVID joint, um, the pandemic, I was like, you know what? Let's change the title to behind social media quarantine. And um, pretty much what I do behind social media, the interviews is to, you know, because I'm trying to give substance, you know what I'm saying, to what people will watch, whether it's on YouTube, you know what I'm saying? And, um, and pretty much not everybody's talking the way how we talk, you know what I'm saying? Like we talk some real life shit. People, you know, you know, they rather see girls twerking, you know what I'm saying? Or people, you know, selling drugs and all that bullshit, you know what I mean? But to me, it's like, I'd rather talk about it and let people be aware and know. So, like, right now, on quarantine, I'm going to be talking about sex because everybody, you know, that's everybody's favorite thing to do, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to talk about uh, music and definitely going to talk about cancer. Nobody's actually talking about cancer. Like one of my homeboys, he's a model, and he's a Nigerian too. He's a he's a bodybuilder now, but um, he, he's a model. He you know he was diagnosed with uh, I think colon cancer. He was able, he he beat it. So um, so um, I'm gonna talk to him about his journey, and so people can be aware because not everybody talk about cancer until it hits home. Yeah, you know what I'm saying That's so. And there's some other topics that I really want to discuss about. Um, so hopefully, Lord willing, you know, I'll be able to. But right now, part one of Let's Talk About Sex is out right now. And you can only watch it on... Great you can only watch it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, you're going to watch it on uh, KaleigaProductions.com. Yeah, if, if you follow on the write-up, uh, we did post it in the um, in, our, in, our Insta, uh, in our Insta snap jump, but... Obviously, we want y'all to follow. I am Kalei God and and hit up the hit up that new that new series that he got the uh, behind the scenes social media. Yes, sir. Um, yes, sir. Appreciate it. It was a cool conversation that y'all had. Um, did, did you have another question about that specifically? Um, T? It was just you know uh, 
I, I just thought it was a really, really good perspective. And I, the, the sad part is that, I, and I probably would, the only thing I would have asked her is like, how, like, who's more perceptive to what she, what she was talking about? Like, so where did you, where did you meet her? How did you come up with, with uh, a question for her? Because I feel like a lot of times she mentioned how guys are like their ego, da 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 da. da. It's like, yeah. This is true. Keep them from listening. They don't, fellas don't listen. <laughs> we don't listen. Right? We don't. Oh, we're we're, we're kind of hard headed. Um, you got to take advantage of it. Like, oh, you don't listen to you, baby? Come on over here. Um, <laughs> but shout out, shout out to my homegirl, uh, Monique Stapleton. I know her um, for more than maybe six, six, seven years. Uh, I knew her when she was like 18. Um, when she first started working, because we worked in D.C. Uh, near um, Capital One Arena, Austin Grill, and um, I didn't know anything about her. I didn't know she was like, you know, into, you know, you know, the whole sexuality and all that kind of stuff, but um, I know she was from Trinidad, um, and what happened was uh, when she moved to Atlanta with her sister and her friend, and I noticed that all she was talking about was sex and sex and sex and sex. And I know to the point where she like even had her own shop. I was like, yo, okay. Um, hopefully, I was supposed to meet her. I was supposed to go to Atlanta, meet up with them and chop with them and show some love. But, you know, shit happened. But um, when she found out, when she told me that she's, you know, she's here for good for now, I was like, yo, we got to link up. Um, let me, you know, let's have a little photo shoot and also... I'm going to ask you a couple questions for, you know, for a podcast, not a podcast, for a web series or a docu-series that I'm about to put out. So I came up with these questions and um, actually um, me, Tennyson, and Kashia um, came up with some questions, some good, you know, eye-catching good questions. Question. That's going to, uh, you know, um, um, define quickie, uh, the size matter, um, your favorite position, um, it's just stuff Hashtag like you know what I'm saying. Because most matters. guys don't know. <laughs> Hashtag stroke matters. Yeah, strokes matters. So, um, you know what I'm saying? Like people don't know this stuff. You know what I'm saying? So to me, it's like I'd rather educate people and let them know, like, yo, this is what a female wants. You know, whether it's you know, um, or or you know what I'm saying. And of course, you know what I'm saying? So um, shout out to her, man. She was really, very really dope. Like she was, and she's about, she she's about what she say. You know what I'm saying? She's about that action. Like most girls I know, they talk about sex on Twitter. And then when you try to, you know, have a conversation with them, they, they're too shy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't like that shit, man. Like Stan, what would you believe in? And shout out to Monique, man. Yeah. It was a, it was a great, it was a great interview. So you got the other episode. Do you have the you have the ideas for the other episodes? Are they they, they yes. already in the scene? They are they, they um, filmed. It's already filmed. It's already filmed. Oh, okay. Um, what was delaying it was I had to buy a powerful desktop to you know what I'm saying to make sure that when I render these videos it will come out very smooth. Like render these videos right. on on Adobe Premiere be taking days for me right. because you know the memory is slow and I don't have a good graphics card so now I have this beautiful desktop you know what I'm saying I'm able to you know get back to work and be productive that's what's up that's what's up so there's is there a schedule like how, how you how you um so part two um today's Wednesday so part two should be released Sunday 
Okay. But I can't release it on Sunday because it's the last dance. So I'll probably release it either Saturday night. So Mark. That's what's no, okay. Let's let, I'll go up against Jordan. You see right. what happened? Nah, nah can't. can't. <laughs> I had a question in my mind, but it but it went somewhere else. Uh, um, but I want to circle back. You said you were you were saying that um you do it you know you don't do it for the cloud whatever fame you know paper whatever. But how do you get eyeballs on your on your work? Don't don't. Good <laughs> question. Like how how is that? Mark is market. What is what is marketing? How how do you how do you feel about trying to market see, your work and get it out? There? See, to me, it's like this. Like, I, like I said, I don't do it for 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 paychecks or whatever. So, the thing is that I try to put out a product to the best that I can do, and hopefully, reach out to somebody that knows somebody that can open the doors for me. And once they find out, like, yo, you had no budget. Imagine what you can do when they letting you, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like let go. I'm just saying, let go. It was out of my pockets, really. I had no budget. It's pr- pretty much I had to know somebody that can open the doors to use the club or the restaurant, you know what I'm saying? With no budget. Imagine if I can come to Columbia Studios or Tyler Perry Studios and they just like, you know what? You did it with no budget. Let's see if we could do something with a million. I can make shit. I can make shit happen with a million. You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, the fact that you were able to get like good song selections for your music. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, movies, yeah, yeah. Whatever, yeah, because that was that was big. And that's um, that's another thing. Um, I wanted to um, shout out to my homegirl, my partner Kashia, um, and Tennyson, because what we're trying to do is with you when the, to answer your question, you know, um, with the marketing, right. We reaching out to dope DMV artists. And once they find out that their music is in the web series, they're going to also help promote because, yo, check my music out. You know what I'm saying? It's on this show. You know what I'm saying? It's a win-win for us. You know what I'm saying? For, for, for not only for me, but for the artists as well. We reached we reach out to um, Jay Saturn. We reached out to my homegirl, Kashia. The, uh, we reached out, reach out to McQuinn. Um, who else did we reach out to? Uh, I forgot this one Baltimore artist. He had a he had a one hit. Um, got his name, damn. But um, but yeah, to have talented, dope DMV artists on the joint, it's to the point where someone told me like, "Yo, do you even have a soundtrack?" Because it was so dope. They, you know what I'm saying? It was some good music, and I was it like, was "Man, if, if more artists who were up and coming." understood the value of having their songs play on in movies. I mean, you think about how many big records were broke off of movies, like no videos, no radio play, but just in a movie. And you know them to this day, you've never seen a video. Sometimes you may not even know uh, how many other songs that artists, I mean, like a guy like Kenny Loggins. Kenny Loggins made great movie music. Yeah. Yeah. Babyface made, I mean, he, Babyface is a legend, but look at the soundtracks that Babyface made. When you put, those, man, when you baby put face, those, those songs behind, like, emotions that people get to see, like, if you have songs that have about emotion and it, or, or a, a particular action, and you have a director who knows how to best use your music. And you know what? Shout out, shout out to, to, to music, to be honest with you, because 
you can be music is so dangerous, man, to the point where I can listen to music and you can just picture the story in your head. I don't know what it is, but I remember I was listening to, I think it was Put Em Up by Lupe Fiasco. That song, the beat, the bass, it just put me in a whole nother world. And it's like, I'm seeing a movie. And all I had to do was just write it down. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's so dope. Music is so fucking dope, man. How has um, social media helped get your work out of there? Out there? It's hard, though. It's really hard because, I mean, like I said, um, <clears throat> a lot of people, they see my shit. And you can tell that people see your shit. But, you know, people are not, you know, commenting or or put the word out there. You know what I'm saying? So it just tells me that I got to work even harder. You know what I'm saying? And, I mean, I can't cry over spelled milk. You know what I'm saying? So to me, it's like this. If I see somebody... Unlike myself, I see somebody like you, T, I mean the show, and I see it's dope. I see, I know what it takes because, you know, from the bottom, it only takes you two minutes, maybe a minute, just to, you know, promote the product. You know what I'm saying? Right. It just right. takes right. one minute. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, it's hard, though, but like I said, man, this is something down. it was, you know, I signed up for, you know what I'm saying? So all I can say is that people are watching, so I got to give them something to make them feel like, oh, shit, you know what I'm saying? You know? But to all the viewers out here, man, in the words of Little Brothers, man, support your own, man. Okay. Support your own. So what we doing, we're, um, I don't know if you heard any any of the uh, the, the Burnham um, interview and his um, his platform is all about local local talent up there in Jersey. Well, local talent. In Philly? In uh, Jersey, South Jersey, Philly, oh, yeah. yeah. So, um, I think... The only thing I didn't like was his ugly-ass hat. You know, he goes, <laughs> them colors, man. Yeah, I, wasn't, I wasn't rocking them colors, man. <laughs> we, we talked about it. Yeah, we, we, we talked about it. Yeah, I mean... Um, but, uh... Yeah, we need to. I, th I think that it's important that we reach out for our brothers, like that's really doing creative stuff, and uh, and linking it up. So I, I, there's there's avenues there, and we, I think, um, especially with with your stuff, um, um, and it being so important that music is linked into it, that we need to hook, hook you know, what I mean, we need to try to find more avenues to make that even more of a thing. I think that's, that's a good way to um I think that's a good way to like get into people like get into people's in front of people. Like yeah. People already have audiences, people already have supporters. Their supporters see you, you know what I mean, then they become your supporters as, as, and then you know they and vice versa. So I think that's I mean right. the only thing is like, you know, it's not going to happen overnight, you know what I'm saying? No, it's, no. It's, it's it's a process and you know right. and, it takes time, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, that's one thing I'm, you know, it's one thing I'm learning is just to be patient, you know what I'm saying? Just keep doing what you have to do. Stay hungry, you know what I'm saying? Put out good product, you know what I'm saying? To me, it's like, you know, my my model for Clay Got Production is quality over quantity, you know what I'm saying? So making sure that the quality of the product is something for people to, 
to make people to grab, you know what I'm saying? Because the first thing people do is they look as appearance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If it's not eye-catching or sexy to them, they lose interest. So, yeah, mom. What are you doing? I'm sorry. Promoting his, you know. I keep telling him I need that um that jersey. Was it that jersey? The rivals joint. Yeah, but he doesn't have my size yet. So he, he that the rivals joint should have definitely been mass produced, but I, I'm not even gonna yeah, I can't I can't say nothing. Um <laughs> I don't run creative control, baby. I don't run creative control. I hear you. I hear you. Shout out to Ty. Um Yeah, Ty man. Yeah, shout out to Frigo. Um man. All right, what do you see? Uh, your work's on, like, so what made you um, decide to, you know, create your own site as opposed to just, you know what I mean, leaving your stuff on YouTube? All right, so one thing I learned is that, because, you know, YouTube is cool, but at the same time, if you don't have the funds, and I'm talking about the, the, the funds to, to have marketing, to promote your brand, it's very hard. Now, YouTube is like over a billion motherfuckers with with their shit. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And it's very, very hard to get your shit out there if you don't have an audience, if you don't have subscribers. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And to me, it's like, I don't want, you know, to have a good product be lost, you know, on the site. You know what I'm saying? So, I like, you know what? Let me just build my own website. So when people want to watch it, they they know what to go to. You know what I'm saying? Boom, boom, boom. You know what I'm saying? So don't get me wrong, YouTube is good because it's good for exposure, but you gotta have you gotta have subscribers, you gotta have an audience, and you gotta have funds to to market, you know, your your project because pretty much in order to get to, you know, to get the ads, you gotta have, you know, over a thousand views right, it's all right. about views it's all about views it can be it can be shitty it can the, the 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 project can be shitty but if you have views that it you know what i'm saying you get exposure yeah you know what i'm saying and yeah that's the trick is 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 getting the views man the views is where it's at you know and it was funny one you know since i started posting uh, video clips of our pod on YouTube. We don't get a lot of uh, interaction as far as like comments and likes or dislikes. But man, I was celebrating the dislikes. I'm like, listen, in order for oh, that's somebody, good, that's good, for, that's good. In order for somebody to dislike it, they have to first <coughs> click on yeah, it to watch. Man. That's the that's the bottom line is engagement. You know what I mean? Like whether the art is meant to be digested, whether somebody likes it or not. You know what I mean? Interaction is is the key. Uh, I, I don't know who said this though. Though um, they said that you only you shouldn't pay attention to people who like it. You shouldn't pay attention to people who dislike it. You should pay attention to for those that don't even watch or don't even care. Those are like the ones that you need to focus like because. People who don't like it, they're still a fan of your work. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They appreciate what you do. They know who you, who you are. People who don't care, those are the ones that you need to worry about. <clears throat> yeah, you want to make that audience smaller and 
whether you, they like it or dislike it that or you want that that's one that's one group then the other group is the people that don't want to you know what i mean don't aren't, aren't paying attention so you yeah. want to minimize that audience maximize the people that and, and not only that and not only that it's like i feel like you have to have something that's eye-catching like for instance let's say on the next episode i'm pretty sure you had if you had MJ on your on your on your um, podcast, <laughs> this joint is gonna crash. It's gonna go. <laughs> I'm telling you, bro. Everybody's like, "Yo, yo, man, we we gotta tune in. We gotta tune in. We gotta tune in." You know what I'm saying? Because that 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 superstar celebrity figure is on your platform. You know what I'm saying? So it's 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 sad that people don't support you where you're in the bottom. They only support you when you when you make it. Oh, when you're on top. You know what I'm right. saying? So. Like I said, you just gotta find that 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 the creativity to make sure you know things is happening. So when you look back at it, you be like, you know what, we did it our way. Right. I mean, it's always you always just want to make compelling stuff, and then you know you get it. You, you, marketing is one thing, but you 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 don't. Marketing is the key, bro. Yeah, it's the key. It's the key. You know, compelling stuff people come to you will, will, will come back that's what you want coming back and, uh, I forgot who said that shit uh, I don't know if it was a, I don't know if it was a show or whatever where um, someone said yo man remember when um, Mariah Carey used to be popping <laughs> what that was Chachi saying is yeah, uh, yeah it was 50 Cent 50 Cent was like you remember when uh, Mariah had so many he had, she had money to you know to um, promote her shit. And that's the reason why she made it. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that was, you know, 50 Cent was actually saying, you know what I'm saying? The more marketing team, the more exposure you would get. Yeah. So, we got, let, let's go, the web series. Yes, sir. We have behind social media. Yes, sir. What else we got working in the future? Right now, we're we're right now. Um, um, I hate I hate putting on things out there, but I mean, fuck it. Um, so what we have say? a. What you can. <laughs> we how have to a feature. Say? How to uh, Give what you can. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a feature film in the works called Open Secrets. Um, it's oh my god, it's um, I can't wait for people to actually. Uh, you were doing casting calls for that. You had to put the hold on it because of the pandemic. Yeah, yeah, because at first we were supposed to do a casting call. Um, I think it was March 26, I believe. And once this, um, you know, this coronavirus started getting worse, I was like, you know what? We probably got to cancel this because it's going to get ugly. And I was fortunate; I was right. So we're still um, accepting, you know, video auditions. Um, so for those that are, you know, they're trying to, you know pursuing acting you can still um um just reach out go to the website you'll see the uh, uh a little banner sheet and they'll tell you more information of how to submit your auditions name it www.kalegaproductions.com and um the information is there um but open secrets is pretty much um is about sexual harassment in 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 um in the business that we work. So it's like the, the Me Too joint, um, but the story is amazing. Um, 
I just can't wait for people to see it. Uh, we st- hopefully, uh, we'll, we'll premiere it late next year, 2021. We start filming hopefully late um, summer or fall, if there is a summer or fall. Um, so we got that. And then we have another web series. Um, I don't have the title for the show yet, but it's like meet, it's like uh, Love Jones meet Boomerang. Um, and then we have another short video, uh, another short film. So I have like three projects in the works right now. And then of course you got behind social media, quarantine. And I'll say this before we get out of here, man. Again, man, I'm just not just proud to be your friend. Just, just the proud to, to watch a, a, a young black man get together with his his friends with a common goal to go ahead and, and make it happen. Make it I'm happen. Not there, I'm not there yet, but you know what I'm saying. Hopefully, Listen, I will. You was you was there when you decided to do it. Facts. Simple as that. You was there when you decided to do it, man. True. So it's only it's only up from here. Again, thank you so much for even allowing me to be in this platform, man. No, nah, that man, was, that was, was a, pretty dope. When we when we was putting this back together, that was a um, yeah, man. We we're, we're, we're that's this is where we were always going to direct where we was going. So I really I really wish that when I went to premiere, I went. I'm saying as the podcaster for on the ride up, it would have been even more epic. So the next time I come to premiere. No, 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 no. So the next time, the next premiere I'm, I'm having, yes, that's going to happen. I think I need you two to, um, to be there. Um, we can do the before and after the show. I will have my team to, you know, to record, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what we do, like, at the, the Emmys or uh, the Oscars or something like that. So, yeah, trust me. Say no more, bro. Say no more. We'll be there. Say no more. So We know. <laughs> <laughs> we might bring the whole squad with us. Oh no! <laughs> so, but uh, Real was one of the last, probably the last time we went. So, Real's always already familiar with the with the brand. So, that's what's up. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been a pleasure talking to you, Felix. Man, uh, likewise. Um, before we wrap up, I'm definitely going to have you on our battle rap episode. Yeah. <laughs> he's ready to go. So, bro, so, I, I follow. So, I follow bro. Felix. He he he's bro. Who's your all-time favorite? Bro, all-time favorite. All-time favorite. Shit, man, that's not fair, bro. It never is. That's you, not you fair, man. They all go through the same thing. That's not fair, man. I met. I I I've, I've met Tay Rock in Baltimore. Humble cat. Yeah. Um. So he all-time favorite then? There it is. No, 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 no. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. You know what I'm saying? I'm, 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 I'm the beloved guy. You know what I'm saying? Loaded. I am a Loaded Lux super fan. I got Loaded Lux. I got, you know, Tay Rock. I got Tsunami Surf. And then um, I got Geechee Gotti, man. Geechee Gotti. All you got it, man. Bring all that energy because it's gonna be listen to all our listeners. That episode is gonna be crazy. Yes, sir. We're gonna have some dedicated battle rap fans. We're gonna have a battle rapper. We're gonna have a guy who's interviewed and met a lot of battle rappers who goes to the venues. First and foremost, sorry, sorry to interrupt, but RP 
R.I.P. to Fred the Godson, man. Oh, yeah. He laid a he laid a foundation in the battle rap culture. You know what I'm saying? That dude would definitely be missed, man. So normally on our podcast, we do a, a moment of silence, and I would I plan on doing a moment of silence. But since you brought it up, we'll just, we'll give him a moment of silence now, and then we'll still give him a moment of silence on our regular podcast. So let's give him saying a ten second moment of silence to Fred the Godson. Rest in peace, Freddie Godson, yo. Felix, it's been a pleasure. All right, man. Appreciate it, man. Y'all be safe, man. All right, you too, man. Ride up. All right, man. Peace.